Na, 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 na. Get ready to laugh out loud with Wise and Nerdy, the show hosted by two hilarious dads who are bringing their unique blend of wit, wisdom, and nerdiness to the airwaves. From sharing hilarious anecdotes about their own experiences to giving advice on navigating the ups and downs of life, these two dads have got you covered. But that's not all. They're also obsessed with all things nerdy. From comic books and sci-fi movies to video and board games. So whether you're a fellow dad, a pop culture fanatic, or just in need of a good laugh, tune in to Wise and Nerdy and join in the fun. Man, that's a really long intro, Hot Gravy. You'd think you'd let us have some showtime on our own show, man. Seriously, Kurt. Yeah. What a jerk. What a jerk face. Guess what, though? I can hear myself coming through. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I listen to you all day long. I don't complain about it, Joe. I don't complain about having to listen to you. I'm sorry that you're what a jerk. Is it, is it now? I changed it. Is it still bothering you, sir? No, I can't hear myself anymore. <sighs> All right. Now, can we do a show? <laughs> can I please, please do a show? I, I'm sorry, but I don't want my voice coming through you in my head. I just want my own voices in my head. Okay. Okay. I'm glad we got that established. You know what we didn't establish? <laughs> the question of the week. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you do that? <laughs> you know, no. Didn't you put a question on a uh, on Spotify? I don't know. Or was man. that the question? No, no, that was the question from time. before. That was the question from. The, what's the worst thing you did as a kid? No, it was uh, the fantasy. That was the fantasy weapons one. Was the one we released last week. Oh, okay, okay. All right, that was uh, a good one. I've got it. Oh, you got you one. Ready? Cool, cool. Go ahead. Yep. What is your favorite childhood movie or show? Sesame Street, hands down. Yes, uh, Sesame Street and uh, uh, Godzilla, and they go hand in hand, and I'll tell you why. I know it seems odd, right, that Sesame Street goes hand in hand with Godzilla, but it it really does. It really does. Uh, It's because growing up, right, very limited TV. And I don't mean options, which was also true, but in my household – uh, on the TV for as long as I can remember and quite possibly is still on my parents' TV stands. Of course, they've gone to flat screens like the whole world has. Uh, but there was a cross-stitched, hand-cross-stitched little saying that's like um, trash, trash in, trash out, essentially trying to tell us about what we take in our little eyes, comes out in our lives. And that's what I say about that. But... <laughs> Uh, so limited TV. However, if it's educational, I could watch it. And then I had uh, like two hours in the afternoon, and that got extended because originally I was supposed to have, you know, about an hour of educational, some some kind of TV I could watch in the morning, and then an hour in the afternoon, or combined like two hours total for the day. And this is especially during the summertime, and then I had to be outside or do something for the rest of the day. I got special dispensation because I loved Sesame Street. So I got to watch that in the morning. That was almost a good hour. Uh, I got to cheat a little bit, watch the Muppet show with my father before he left for work. If I got up early enough, we'd watch it while eating breakfast. Uh, for some reason, that's when it was on reruns. Uh, we could watch it together, but yeah, I got to watch Sesame Street. So loved it. We could talk about that all day long. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Um, but they're especially here's where Godzilla comes in, right? Now Godzilla is like right here over my head, by the way, that's a Godzilla marathon medal 
right there hanging him and all that. I didn't walk it. I just bought it. But still, it's really cool. Uh, but in the afternoon, TBS, right? T-T-B-E-T-N-T? TBS. It was TBS. Do you remember Turner Broadcasting when it first came out, Joe? Did are you? Okay. Uh, so yeah. we had the big three at first, right? CBS, ABC, NBC. Then a Fox came along. And yes, it now it's Fox News and all this. But still, the Fox that we know that sold all the X-Men back to Marvel, uh, they came along. And then this challenger came out of nowhere, Turner, Ted Turner in Atlanta, right? TBS. And every afternoon they'd have, oh, I forget what they called it. It's like the monster matinee on, during the summertime. And at 1 p.m. every single day, they put on a monster movie. And I saw every last Godzilla film just each day, back to back for like two weeks. And, and because it was Godzilla, because it was... Uh, the original Godzillas, and yes, I am a nerd. Thank you for yelling at me in my own chat, chat Joe. I appreciate that. Uh, but You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I got special, you know, I asked for and got special timing. So I got to watch three hours of TV. But that was my, that's my story about why it's my favorite. Uh, Godzilla, <laughs> the OG Godzilla is the best. And the new Godzillas, oh, oh my God, they got another one coming out. Godzilla and King Kong. It's not Versus. That was the last one. Oh, but the, the next one's so good. Anyway, what, what is your favorite childhood movie or show Ooh, so when i was probably about four my favorite movie at that time was man from snowy river oh yeah kind of of a a weird throwback is that a moot yeah yeah yeah. it's a movie it is a movie it is a movie Mm -hmm. because there's a tv show that kind of reminds me of that called um five mile creek i think it is it's an australian one so sorry, but yeah, Man from Snowy River was really good. Yeah, and I I used to just be in in love with little toy horse figures and whatnot. Um, but outside of movies, and when I think about like cartoons that I'd watch when I was younger, obviously there's like the you mentioned Fox, the Fox uh, Spider Man, the Fox X Men. Um, those were yeah. awesome, and I I would run home for after school to get home in time to to catch those. But before school is where it was at. With gargoyles. Oh, uh, you were so gargoyles young. Gargoyles was fantastic. Was that, in the mo- was that? See, in my area, I want to say that was an afternoon show. Like you get home. Well, I didn't go to school, right? I did homeschool. But theoretically, time wise, you get home from school and in the afternoons would have the gargoyles. It would have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Batman, um, Beyond, uh, not Beyond, um, the best Batman, the animated series, Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. So yours was in the morning. How huh? you saw Gargoyles in the morning? Yep, yep. And actually, depending on what time I woke up, if I woke up super early on a Sunday, there was the Street Fighter cartoon that I used to watch, and then sometimes at like five in the morning, I could watch the Mario cartoon. Um, but yeah, Ninja Turtles was also amazing i had a my sixth my sixth birthday was a ninja turtles birthday so you know that's pretty awesome as well but i mean gargoyles it Wait, was i don't understand you had so good birthday parties when you were six yeah huh you didn't have birthday parties <laughs> no true story true story legit <laughs> did not have a birthday party till i was six because my my mom just thought, oh, we won't spoil him until I went to a friend's birthday party. I was like, what is this? And so, yeah, so, I had a birthday party at 6, 12, and then 16. I just had a whole bunch of friends come over and play Street Fighter all night. 
Yeah, see, I, I never had like a, a Chuck Chase. E. Cheese birthday party or anything like that. Yeah. We nope, had I, I had I had friends come over. We'd jump on my trampoline and just have fun. And um when I got a little bit older, occasionally I'd have a couple people stay the night and we'd just play games super late and then wake up early and continue playing games. But yeah, just real basic and fun. Well, I mean, it's still pretty cool. I like it. But you know, you had themed parties. I don't uh, yeah. I'm not trying to get into like sad sack stories. Well, I was just gonna be funny, but I mean it's true. But yeah, was, the best party I ever had was I think 15, 16, where I had all my buddies. Brad the Blind, who you'll get to meet personally this year. You might have kind of met him the first year he came to Dragon Con. He hadn't been back since. Uh, but he's going. He and I, uh, we were young preteens the, together. Yeah, <laughs> the name sounds the name sounds familiar. I don't know if I. I've referenced him. His, his, the name sounds familiar. I love how you're not a Mario bro today. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a little yeah. bit. Why? Why I'm not a Mario bro? Oh, all right. Wait, 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 wait. The you, you question of the week. All right, we already did that. Yeah, Kurt, <laughs> get it together. Roll that dice. All righty. You ready? Are you ready for me to roll the dice? Are you oh ready? my god! I took like 30 seconds to even set up the clip, and then you like, oh. Four. <laughs> yeah, you get. Mm. <laughs> uh, just, you drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. Uh, that, you got me so twisted now, I'm not even sure what button to hit. Can you dig it? So that was. So everybody, everybody, Joe's got a new toy. I love it. And what's funny is he can't even hear those voices because he just knows what the preset is. He doesn't have his stuff set up. But he's got the Go XLR that uh, has left my studio and went to somebody else's studio for a while. Now it's circled back in to the the Bear Crawling Studios family here. And, uh, yeah, Joe, it's a, it's a fun thing. So I like the little the radio <laughs> voice you did there. So can you dig? I was setting up our next notes. So let me get back to these notes. Here, what's what's the can you dig it that we have? The can you dig it is <gasps> ah. do aliens exist? All right, man. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> I mean, old Mormon uh, Zenu. I mean, like real aliens. <laughs> so it <laughs> would be ridiculously prideful to not assume that aliens exist that that we are the only planet that has sustained life with the billions and billions of planets out there that billions. we can see with with our with our techno i mean granted it's only been within the past what 20 30 years where they've really seen crazy far out and been able to identify uh like earth planets that are that they uh, they think would be capable of sustaining life i think the real question though is have aliens visited earth i guarantee well i i i, I think it's, it's dumb i think it's dumb not to assume that the alien life is out is out there the, the question in my mind like i said is have they visited earth um oh I mean, yeah daddy <laughs> the I, I haven't actually watched the news coverage, but apparently um, 
No, they I've didn't. seen a whole bunch of clickbait stuff saying that the government claimed there were okay aliens. All right, so like let, said, let's, let me get listened. to that. Let me get to that. Okay. Okay. So, of course, I'm, I I was on top of it. I, I love ancient aliens. You know, the, the show uh, on History Channel. I, I, I they bring up some really good points. I mean, it brings up some really interesting things. I also love the. Uh, um, Oh, there's something about mud. I can't remember, but basically how, like, if you go and dig down beneath, uh, like, there's still even places in Boston that there's this church, and once you dig down, you realize there's a whole other building underneath it. And so, the, and there's this theory that civilization had built up, and then a huge thing happened, and and mudslides, or you know, maybe even the Great Flood, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but I love all these ideas of of how civilization is just circular. Yeah, it builds up, something happens either naturally or possibly creature-made, you know, human-made, whatever, and life's just kind of cycles back. It kind of makes sense. We watched, we talked about how you liked uh, Revolution, I believe it was called. Yeah. Yep. Which is the idea of, you know, well, when, his, when, when the things that we'd rely on, right, to keep history, historical records for us, go away, it goes back to telling stories. And we have stories of the ancient gods. We have stories of Atlantis, uh, which uh, we believe might be in Egypt. Um, there's a, a thing there. Anyway, I love all that stuff. And I'm with you. When I was young, you know, grew up in the church, right? So all about Jesus saves and this and that and the other. And I went, why would God create this massive universe which, with easily millions of stars and, and planets and other things out there, whatever, to us being the only, only thing? Alive in, in the whole entire, why? Why would you do that? I mean, Jesus didn't waste words, so why would he waste space? You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm with you there. Now, the government thing is this. Uh, as of right now in the United States, this is a, a first, uh, your first part of August in 2023. And yes, there are congressional hearings going on. Here is the setup. The man testifying is supposedly a whistleblower, okay? Now, these are official hearings. The hearings are real, 100%. And the whistleblower does come from a verified background of working in the military and working on classified things, and and I'm not entirely sure of what else. But there's those credentials that the story is right now. Homie came up to the military, worked on a bunch of classic stuff, whatever, classified stuff, rather. You did all this stuff. I don't know what made him blow the whistle, and it cost him his career, but now he's actually somehow gotten the ear of Congress, and, of course, you see Span 8 or whatever it is, and, and, and <laughs> all the clickbait headlines. And he is testifying that, yes, it, it – I guess he has some evidence. I really don't know. I haven't seen enough of it, not enough research. But yes, alien, we've we've gotten wreckage. Uh, honestly, within a few years ago, the government started saying um, UAF, unidentified. It's, uh, uh, I can't remember. It's not UAF. It's they don't call it UFO anymore. But it's it is an unidentified object. But it, I forget what the title is. I'm, I see you looking it up. Yeah, uh, UAP. Yeah. Apparently, unidentified aerial phenomenon. There you go, phenomenon. Yeah. So, and then they started to say, okay, there's just stuff we can't explain. Within the last couple of years, the government started going, yeah, okay, we're going to stop fighting it. There's stuff we can't explain. But they didn't come out then and say, yeah, we got Roswell. 
This guy is testifying that essentially, yes, we have recovered crafts that are not made by humans of this earth that they know of. For, you know, this is what they believe. And yes, organic beings were recovered with it. And that's about as far as it's gone. I, I've only seen some clips. Again, I haven't done all the research. But no, the official president slash Pentagon slash general slash Congress slash whatever <laughs> it would be the official, we are the government and here's what's actually happening. That has not been the case. It is a hearing. And I, who knows where it's going to go. But I love what the bigger <laughs> reaction to it is, Joe. The bigger reaction to all of it is. Who cares? And they're not saying like, oh, you're, you're, you're stupid about aliens. They're saying the best thing is like, yeah, aliens exist. Yeah, who cares? When are you going to do something about the big national debt? When are you going to lower uh, uh, college debt? When are you going to uh, bring health care to those who need it? Aliens exist. Yeah, shut up, man. <laughs> and I, I agree with that sentiment that whether truly, because again, you know, governments hide things. And, and I am with you. Have they visited Earth? I kind of think we're the aliens, but that's a whole nother theory. <laughs> you could ask me about that. And Daddy, tell me the story at some point because hundred percent I'm starting to believe that we are the alien life to this planet. But uh, Scientology, is that what Scientologists believe? <laughs> that, uh, I don't know if it's real or, or if it's just what people have told me that humans were brought here by another alien species or something like that. I don't know if that's true. True I Scientology. Don't that's what I think heard. I messed up the name, but isn't that the Book of Mormon about Xenu and the planets? And no, no. So uh, with with our church, with the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, commonly referred to as Mormons, uh, we do believe that Jesus, His atonement, His sacrifice, is an infinite one, and it applies to more than just our planet okay uh, that's cool I so think, yeah. uh, so that it's it's a bit yeah it, it's wait. a bit extrapolated that he he died here for the sins of all all creation all of god's creation including any potential life on other planets you know why we don't know about aliens because they sent somebody to come check us out and we put him on a cross and killed him you know so i'm just saying uh they sit there ambassador and we like uh, I, I have heard people theorize that the reason Jesus came to Earth rather than a different planet, assuming that there are other planets with intelligent and human sure. life, was because we were the only planet wicked enough to kill the Son of God. Look, I've had a second theory that's a little sideways to that. Now, I was going to make a joke about, wait, isn't there a religion that believes that that somebody, uh, uh, yeah, I was going to make up, you talk about superpowers and alien things and flying, and then they're going to come back. And, oh, wait, no, that's just Baptist Church. Uh, but I'll, I'll side <laughs> by that joke, but I talk about this, and this is a theory that I've, uh, I've kind of had, and theories are just an interesting thought process, right? Uh, we're the prison planet of the universe. You know, why do you think aliens don't blatantly uh, uh, visit us. It's the same reason you don't just go warning through the outback of Australia because it's designed to kill you. And what if we, our species was the, <laughs> the, uh, infestation. I know there's going to be bugs in this planet that we compare like, to that, that it's just, it just killed locusts. Like we were the locusts. We just kill everything. Cause what do we do? We kill everything. We even kill ourselves. We're the only species on this planet that kills itself. Period. Like, like that one universe in uh, Jet Li's The One. Mm. 
Yeah, the pyramid universe. Yes, the, the yeah. prison, the prison universe. Yeah, uh, um, but yeah, that's my theory: is that that we were our species was was sectioned off this planet. All the other planets, even anywhere near us, are dead planets, and it's just a big warning sign. To the rest of the universe, don't go there. They got giant spiders, and they kill each other. You know. So yeah, all right. Um, but it looks like both of us are going to say, basically, I can dig. The aliens, man. And honestly, we kind of we kind of need that uh, right now as a world, not just our society and the crap that goes on in America, but wouldn't that just put things in perspective, right? Other different life. First, you know, kind of like when any bad tragedy happens, the world will band together. Uh, but then it'll be like, we kind of suck. You know, that's, that's just my opinion. So <laughs> roll that dice. <laughs> oh my god uh that's not what i want let's bad dad no that's not it kurt let daddy decide all right so this is just i, I we have a list on one of our tabs it's just like funny controversial things so joe here's what we got to debate on tonight there's no point in eating French fries without ketchup. False. <laughs> we locked over. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that that you should eat French fries plain, but there's plenty of other things besides okay. ketchup that you could put on French fries. Okay, like um, what? Uh, like poutine. Jeez, this is a family good. friendly show, man. Come on, clean it up. Clean it up. By golly, it's just by golly, by <laughs> golly, with with gravy and cheese curds. That's what uh, that's what. I love anyway, it. Uh, so there's that. Um, I mean, I know plenty of people that that dip it in uh, quote unquote fry sauce. That's kind of a, a Western United States thing where it's basically ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together. Um, we, uh, and you can actually buy I, that at the store now uh, called Mayo Chup. Mayo chip. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really, really like uh, Red Robin's campfire sauce. Oh, you mentioned that before. Yeah. It, it's basically barbecue sauce and mayonnaise mixed together is basically what it is. Um, so yeah, I used to make my own super good. Now I'm with you. You know, there, and actually that's not true either. There are some French fries in this world. They're just plain good. Uh, they're, they're not consistent. So I can't be like, Oh, I like this brand of fries. <laughs> it's not consistent. Right. But sometimes you just get them where they're really crispy and, and they're just got the right, either batter or seasoning or flavoring to the, to the potato before it got fried or whatever. There's definitely some fries that you can eat without sauce. Yeah. Dipping them in cheese, chili cheese, dude, chili, chili cheese, cheese tater tots. Let me tell you, baby. Sweet potato fries with sugar and cinnamon, rolled in sugar and cinnamon. So good. I don't do sweet potatoes. I can see what you're saying. I can see what you're saying. I I don't do sweet potatoes at all. In general, I don't care for sweet potatoes unless it's, well, basically it's a sweetened version, like an even sweeter version of sweet potatoes, like um, yams or or something like that. But I thought they were the same thing. uh, Well, um, 
usually when people think yams, they think of the, at least I think maybe it's just my misconception. Maybe it's not just people in general. Maybe it's on me. But I think of the the dish that I have at Thanksgiving where it's basically mashed sweet potatoes with sweet potatoes a, whole, a whole bunch of, well, I mean, kind of, with a whole, bu- a whole bunch of brown. Marshmallows uh, on top. Yeah, with with uh with brown sugar and all that. Yeah, get a bar cup of sugar. Uh, yeah, di- no, I di- get that. But di- diabetes, diabetes mashed potatoes. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't eat. I, 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 it's the consistency, it's the texture, it's the flavor. I hate everything about sweet potatoes. Just, just no. Uh, but I get it. I get it. If it's, if you like it, then the butter and the cinnamon, sure. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it's no, just ketchup. It depends. Like, uh, I go to five guys. I don't use it. Nah, I'm a, I'm a Dutch kind of guy. I love mayonnaise with my fries. I like just pouring it out, you know, on the, the plate or whatever and just dipping. But at five guys, it's their fries and ketchup. It's just, it, it just tastes really good. Uh, I like good hash browns, like Waffle House and I'll get ketchup and mustard and mayonnaise, uh, tater tots. I can eat by themselves. I like a good barbecue dip. I like mixing my own, like taking Tater ranch top. and Taco okay. Bell uh, fire sauce. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, mixing Taco Bell fire sauce and ranch together. That's pretty good, too. Anyone who goes to Five Guys and gets any side, any size of fries besides small is dumb, in my opinion. You're just going to call them out. So because they they yeah. dump so many extra fries in there, the small is is where it's at, and you can ask them to where bag it in that? a sep. You if if you really want even more fries, tell them to put it in a separate bag, and you'll get just a little bit more fries. Even interesting. So now here's why Joe says that because yeah, just like Joe to set up a story and then not tell it. Uh, you go to five guys, they do, they have a small, they might have a medium. I know they have a large, I think they do have a small, medium, large. and you would think, Oh, I did it. First time I ever went, I did it right. I thought, Oh, this is like Wendy's somewhere. I'll get a large fry. No, it's a huge, large cup, a 20 ounce cup full <laughs> chock full of fries that I don't know if they dump the whole thing in, but they dump a lot in and then they fill up the cup and put the cup in. So you get a double order of whatever size, pretty much. And then, I guess if you ask, ask them to bag it separately, you even get more fries with that. Uh, Hugh, one of our traditions when he comes, uh, every time he comes to visit, when we go to, I want to go to take him to the airport, we hit a five guys. We have our favorite five guys that we go to downtown Atlanta on the way to the airport, and we'll always eat. But we'll order his burger and my burger and a medium fry, and we'll split that. You know, so it's, it's, you're right, Joe. There's, there's a lot, a lot there. Uh, what's the worst oh, yeah. French fry? Oh, that is a great question. Like, worst restaurant or just worst style of, of, I guess, potatoes? Whatever came to mind first. Uh, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this, but I, I hate McDonald's fries. I don't care for them. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'll say most fast food fries are dog poop, mostly because nowadays, uh, in order to turn things around faster, I mean, not in the last decade or two, it's probably been crap. It's probably been 20 years since I worked in fast food, but uh, (laughs) 
it used to be you cook fries two out two minutes forty five seconds to three minutes and fifteen seconds, and they come and you can even ask if you went to like McDonald's and say, "Hey, I'd like a large fry. Can you make them extra crispy?" They'll drop them in for another thirty seconds to a minute, right? And now it's just turn around, turn around. This is before COVID. It became turn around, turn around, turn around. And you're talking about two minutes and 15 seconds, cutting a whole minute of cook time off. Did they turn up the heat? No, they did not. Not enough because I hate mushy fries. <laughs> I hate them. So McDonald's, yep. when they're crisp and salted correctly, I do enjoy them. Uh, but most fast food, I mean, Arby's will go with the curly fry because it's hard to mess that up. Right. But even then, it's like this almost mushy potato. So I, I, I don't like any, I don't like a lot of them. But I'll take my chances sometimes. But it's gotten to the point, Joe, where I'll go, what's the alternative? Uh, like at Chick fil A, do, I do enjoy a good waffle fry. But for the most part, Chick fil A, I'll order the little side salad or the soup or something else because nobody cooks their fries anymore. Yeah, I, I just, I don't dig it. Not at all. And I had something else I was going to throw at you, but I've already forgotten what that is. It's on the potato fries family. But, uh, tots, oh, tots are where it's at. Tots are always where it's at. <laughs> Two turntables and a tot. I don't know. All right. What's next, show? What's next? Are you asking me to roll the dice? I am not asking you to roll the dice. Kurt is. Roll that dice. All right, it is time for the commercial dance party. Stay tuned for this commercial break. It's about time you called your dad. Kurt, come on, man. Why is it nerdy.com slash call dad? I got I to gotta fix these. Apparently, I messed these up. Let's see if this does it. Donate to your daddy. Patreon.com slash wise and nerdy. This goes out to Casey in Australia. Oh, yeah. I'm digging the dance bars. Joe had to get up and go turn on his lights to show how much better he was than me. He's got good up lights. And I, uh, okay. So, 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 so you remember my box, my, my tower set up in the old studio, right? And oh yeah. Really good. It was real nice. Uh, and that kind of fell apart when I moved and here are the lights from that setup. These are better <laughs> lights. Cause I was like, well, I don't know where the plugs are. I'm sure I've got a couple boxes in the other barn. I still need to pull out, go through a bunch of collectibles, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a little addicted to Timu right now. It is so easy to go down that rabbit hole every time you turn around. Like my daughter uh, uh, wanted to shave her head. She just wanted to. And so we let her. Uh, and she likes it. But uh, especially going to see drag queens and stuff, she wants to do wigs and whatnot. Um, Which daughter? Uh, Zoe, the, the youngest. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I mean, she's had half shaved heads before, and I've got some great pictures over that. And she's like, eh, I just want to cut it. Sure. And so I was like, well, let's go to Timu because everything's cheap on there. I'm not going to buy her real fancy wigs to play with and lose. Uh, cause she's had some wigs that were all, you know, play level wigs that she's lost. So, uh, we got on there, started getting like a $2 wig and a $3 wig. Next thing I know, we're ordered $60 worth of stuff. So I, I threw on, <laughs> these are little $6. LEDs that work off a little USB plug. So they're not as bright as I like. They definitely, that's white behind me. And you can tell it is not white behind me. It's like white, green, blue, and red. It's, uh, it's cheap. It's cheap, but it's fun. So what I say all that and say is Joe didn't even need to get up to turn on his backlights to, to look better, but I, I, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Hey, Joe, I, I got you. I forgot special. to turn them on tonight. I had to turn them on. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you waited. I know you. Um, but I got you a little special prize. Ooh! You want to? You want You want your prize, buddy? You want yeah, your prize, buddy? Yes. You remember your good old cousin Silly Villian? Yes. Here, cousin Silly Villian. This is cousin Mike here with a quick tech tip about mesh networks. When setting up a mesh node system, as they're called, you want to make sure that you plug in each one with a connection, a data connection back to the router. This will use what is called a physical backhaul connection instead of a wireless backhaul connection. The reason for this is each node will reserve some of its Wi-Fi frequency or potential to do the data connection if not plugged in and will give you slower speeds. So that's a little trick to get better speeds on a mesh node system if that's what you're running. Also, make sure to turn off your previous Wi-Fi yeah. on your internet service provider's router slash modem Frankenbox abomination. You had it, man. You lost it. Anyways, love the new show. Um, <laughs> have had such a great time listening to it in the past couple months here and excited to see where it goes from here. Thanks for being our dads, and uh, I'll see you all next time. This has been Cousin Mike. I, I'm proud of you, Cousin Mike. That was good. That, that That's good. So here's another suggestion about that. Uh, come to my house in Georgia and wire it for me. I would I would really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Uh, but that makes sense. Now, I will say the mesh network that I got, the Orbi, I did some research on it, and I I know wiring everything is the best way to do it. And it turns out it's not going to be that expensive, but it probably still won't happen this calendar year because I got some other things I need to knock out first. Uh, but this specific one is, I forget, it's, it's an Orbi and they have different styles, but this one is supposed to have three channels, 2.4 gigahertz to five gigahertz for the Wi-Fi, but then its own back channel to do that connection. Now, yeah, I'm sure it's slower because it's Wi-Fi by nature, but I did try to get something a little bit faster, even if it is on the, the Wi-Fi back end, but that's some good advice. And he had called it in before last week's show. And then I hit up Joe and like, yeah, I got stuff to do, man. Tired. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I think we have another, I think we have another speak pipe too. Uh, I'll go checking in, but that's the only one uh, I saw. Oh, I was told that there was uh, maybe, maybe I misunderstood, but I, I thought there was an anime recommendation for you. Well, that was coming in as a call. You know what? Maybe it's on the email. Maybe they forgot to, to do it. 
Uh, I didn't see anything come through in the email, but and our email, maybe, maybe, you know our email is now wnnshow at gmail.com and uh, email us there uh, to, 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 to not get on the show. Cause I forget to check it. <laughs> I, I check it. Good. I good check it. Thank you. I actually have access to this email on like our last one. Yeah. Which I had access, then lost access, then had access, then lost access to. Well, that's why we went with Gmail this time instead of a self-hosted thing. So yeah, um, it's better anyway. Yeah, to no, have I'm on the, the speak email. right now. I just have cousin Mike from one week ago. All right. Well, then I so, I must have misunderstood. You know, or you know, roll that dice. We've already had that one. <laughs> number two who does number two work for nothing nobody <laughs> uh, number two works for I Dr. know it works for it's fine, it's fine. It's, it's, it's... is it BS <laughs> it is working with Joe really kind of is but you know we, we can't talk about that uh, <laughs> okay where is where's the stupid button Oh, let that. Nope, that's not it. Dang it, Joe, I can't find to. Oh, there it is. Daddy, tell me a story. <laughs> All right, Joe. I came across this video on TikTok, and I was like, oh, I've got to ask Joe about this. And because I understand how the world works, and it's very clickbaity, and it loves to to take something that a lot of people universally misunderstand and then just throw crap at it, right? So it's a video, and I texted it right to Joe. It's like, oh, you're going to tell me a story, Daddy. You're telling me a story <laughs> on on Thursday night, um, and it says Mormon. Ta I think I get this right. Mormon tabernacles burn their furniture, and of course, it went on to show this picture of us. Um, trailer full of kind of nice looking furniture and it, he he threw out a lot of zero big zero prices behind it like that's three thousand dollars is it okay uh, show me links uh, whatever so that's not really what i'm asking you about i'm not asking you if if they burn money it's three thousand dollar furniture although if it is i definitely want to hear about it uh but i'm asking you joe what is up with that video do mormon churches tabernacles whatever that specialty i don't know if whatever that was you saw the video, right? You watched the video? Okay. Mm -hmm. So based on what he was accusing or saying the church says, do they do that? I don't know, but to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised. If why they would did. you why would you think they would do if you wouldn't be surprised, why would you think they burn now what okay, set up the reference. It, what explain the reference? Is it a, is the tabernacle a very special place? It, it's it's the temples, is temples. what it is. Okay, and temple, sorry. And, and yes, um, they, when they are first built, they are open to the public for <coughs> very briefly. <coughs> Hold on, Danny. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry. I got excited. That like, oh yeah, you talked about being able to visit without an invite because, oh, and, and I took it as a sucker. Everyone's trying to talk. <laughs> I just almost died on air. Uh, so, okay. Yes. When they're for, I remember that because on Pokemon Go, you talked about, when uh Pokemon Go podcast when they would when it's built. So so you actually traveled with yeah, your family it, to the one in Atlanta? So uh or Washington. We went we went to Washington, Washington. DC. So um 
when they first build them or when they do, uh, when they close them down for uh, bringing them up to code or some other huge maintenance. Um, and they're open to the public briefly, and then they are dedicated. And then only uh, members of our church that have um, a recommend from their local uh, ecclesiastical leaders are able to go in. Now, anybody can go into like the very front lobby. Okay. But that that's it. I mean, it's not like if someone was actually going to like get violent that anyone would stop them because there's just two old people sitting at the front desk. <laughs> no, but, you can't go in. But um, yeah, so the, it's, it's closed to the public. Now you can find all, because they take pictures beforehand on, of a lot of them. And so you can, you can look it up. Uh, what they were specifically saying is that it was from uh, the celestial room in the video. Okay. Um, and so that is a very specific room that is meant to symbolize, like it's not actually, like it's not actually heaven, obviously, but it's supposed to symbolize heaven. And so the the room is entire. Like it, I, I could pull it up and and show here on the broadcast. So uh, celestial room. So uh, and for those that are on our um, podcast, you can Google it for yourself if you'd like yeah. to. Yeah, grow up, youngin. Do it yourself. Get a job, um, freaking hippie. <laughs> yeah, Evie. Um, all right. Uh, so you're saying it, it symbolizes heaven. So it's just walls of great scotch and good smoked ribs. Good smoked ribs. Uh, something like that, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. So there we go. Um, so here's some pictures of some celestial rooms. Uh, let's see. This one was Philadelphia. So think, listen, who doesn't want to bother Germany? Um, think if you're watching TV and they, they're showing like a very expensive hotel room or a very nice, uh, fancy building. That's essentially what we're looking at. A lot of white and yellows and really nice looking furniture. And it looks like a room you would have to, you need to talk like this because you're oh, it's yeah. just that fancy. Yeah. It looks like a high end dining rooms, conference room kind of thing is what we're, we're scrolling through here. Okay. So, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. You're, you're told that while you're in there, if you're going to talk, you need to whisper and yeah. There's one of the temples I went to. Where was it? It was in Washington, um, kind of uh, Richland, Washington. Um, they, I, I don't know who was in charge of designing that room, but the acoustics were real bad to where um, I when was. You farted. There. Everybody heard it. <laughs> we we were sitting there and we were whispering, but we could hear the people sitting i mean they weren't sitting terribly far away but if they were whispering you wouldn't expect to be able to hear them but the acoustics were such that uh, have you ever been in a room that's a dome where you can hear the people opposite yeah. you because of the acoustics that's how it was i was like oh uh no i can hear everything they're saying even though they're clearly whispering but um but yeah no it so that's the that's the type of furniture that um the video showed that were loaded up in a truck okay. supposedly to be, to be burned. Um, and yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised simply because I 
don't think the church would want like just some random person having furniture that had been in okay. in a celestial room to, to end up in a living room. It's, it's kind of like, okay, you know, for the Southern Baptist Church, right? You had the family Bible. And it's this huge oversized Bible that you're supposed to display in, in the front, you know, in your entryway of your home or somewhere. It's reverent, right? And it's supposed to have all your history and there's past down the generation. So it's like that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to donate the family. If you're, you know, hardcore Southern Baptist, whatever, you would never want to donate the family Bible. Uh, if you're Catholic, you'd be the, your grandmother's rosary. Right, you wouldn't want to donate that just to goodwill and expect it to, to hold up its its reverence. So I, I kind of get yep. what you're saying, and, and I kind of thought that. I mean, obviously, I thought the guy. I mean, that could be three thousand dollars furniture, but well, what he, what the video claimed was that it was forty something thousand dollars of furniture. I'm like, uh, probably not, but. I don't know. I, I honestly Maybe never looked in there. Maybe not much. by the time they go to. Yeah, of course it was yeah, not by the time they replace piece. it. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. a hit piece. Where it's like, oh, do you believe? But I was like, Joe, tell me a story. <laughs> Roll <laughs> don't let dice. Number six. Why do I agree to this show? Waka waka, bad dad jokes. <laughs> Uh, all right so a guy goes to his college computer science professor and says i'm so sorry my dog ate my homework the professor says your dog ate your coding assignment the student says took him a couple of bites oh my god (laughs) you're If, if you, dear listener, and we love all of you to suffer through these jokes, if you could see his face when he tells them, he is the proudest little monkey that that found a shiny penny when he tells. Oh, oh my God! You had to go put it all caps in the chat room. Joe, that's right. You better. I, I got to tell you, get started prepping now because you better bring your best, worst dad joke to Dragon Con because it's going to be <laughs> a big live show. We're doing our big live show at Dragon Con uh, coming up in September. I think we're doing Saturday afternoon at five. I, I think we should open it up. To, to have the audience give their oh, best God. bad dad jokes. Uh, <laughs> you know, Kurt, Kurt will be there with us doing doing this. Let daddy decide. He'll be doing that live at the table with us. Uh, Mike might even be there. I haven't heard from Mike in a little bit, but at one point he's definitely talking about being there. And you want, you want to let the audience Yes. Tell bad dad jokes. <laughs> I think it'll be great. Uh, and if it if it goes well, clearly we should make that its an entire own panel. Just bad dad joke session. The whole thing. Have the audience bring their best bad dad joke material. I, I, for for uh, for an entire hour. I'm going to go with, how about no? 
Oh, why not? You, I know you answered your own question. You answered your <laughs> own question. An hour, Joe. An hour of hearing crap like it took him a few <gasps> bites. <laughs> no, good. I, no, I, no. I, I mean, if you, if you think it needs to be longer than an hour, one of the two and a half hour blocks, that's fine. Oh, I, I just I can't. I can't even with you anymore. <laughs> and, and if we make if we make it after ten, it could be all kinds of dad jokes. It could be bad bad uncle jokes. Oh my god! <laughs> what are you nerding out about now? All right, Joe. We're down to one of my favorite. This is really why I wanted to do this show ever in the first place. We started doing it for our patrons of Pokemon Go podcast. And I, Joe and I just, well, I wanted it. And Joe's like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, Cause everything I say to him sounds awesome. I mean, I love Joe for that. He's great. Um, <laughs> but it was just like, let's talk about the stuff we're really geeking out about what other games we're playing, what we're watching. Cause we like talking about that to each other. Uh, little does our audience know Joe and I are blacklisters. And I didn't know that about him <laughs> until we were riding around. Somehow it came up in random conversation. And, uh, uh, I think you're, you might be ahead of me at this point because I haven't watched in a little while, but, but so that kind of started when he and I discovered that we're both kind of secretly blacklisters. Uh, it was, it was fun. So what he's talking about the TV show blacklist for anyone who's confused. Wink, wink, not, not <laughs> sure. Sure. So we're blacklisted all over the South. <laughs> There's a lot of churches that won't want me to come. I'm just saying. Uh, but what are you nerding out about today? Oh, man. So you gave me a task last time you and I were on air together to come up with the next anime recommendation to give you. And you you told me you told me you would definitely watch it because uh-huh. of Demon Slayer. So I thought long and hard. And I know for sure you would love Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Stop. Now, Sorry. I'm trying I, to look it up. I would, you can't hear that, but Netflix <laughs> is trying to run a preview on me while I'm trying to look up look up Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, so there is another version that actually came out previous. There's Full Metal Alchemist, just without the Brotherhood. Uh, but it there's I couldn't find anywhere that's actually streaming it. But they are. <laughs> They have the same characters and a lot of the same voice actors, but they're separate stories. So what the what happened is the one that first came out, Full Metal Alchemist, they got caught up to the source material and then just made up the rest because they didn't want to wait for the source material. The Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, they redid it and kind of skimmed the intro a little bit. They gave you enough to that you wouldn't be confused if you were just picking up Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and hadn't watched the previous. But they do do they do give some nods to the other the the one that came first, Full Metal Alchemist. Um but great great story uh definitely has some darker moments has a lot of action and it's 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 got a really good storyline i think it's only 60 something episodes long you can watch it on either hulu or crunchyroll and i think funimation might have it as well uh it's it's awesome i i've watched it multiple times uh, by myself and also watched okay. it with my wife as well so yeah Here's the thing. 
I've never watched anime. I'll definitely check it out. I'm on Netflix. I've no, no, no. Don't watch the live action one. Done, done and dusted, baby. That's what you've already, like. you watched it. I watched it. Loved it. Finally got the meme. And the, I mean, I got the meme. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Now I know why. Right. Oh, my God. But here, yeah. so yeah, I have seen if it. If you know, you know. Right. <laughs> you, right. Like, you, yeah. you, you didn't even describe it. And anyone who's watched it knows exactly what meme you're talking about. Dude. Dude. Um, but what's interesting is they have the 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 live action movie, right? Which I did watch. And I again I enjoyed it. I thought not having watched anime, I actually thought it was fairly well done. And, and it was enjoyable. I, I haven't actually to be fair, I haven't actually watched the live action, so I don't know. Well on how Netflix well they, did. they have it. Then they have the live action Full Metal Alchemist, re- the Revenge of Scar. And okay. it's got to do with glasses with a scar X on his face, head, forehead. Mm-hmm. Then they've got Full Metal Alchemist, live action again, Full Metal Alchemist, the final alchemy as well. So there's those, and I might I might dig into those as well. Of course, Demon Slayer comes up uh, in all this too, as well as, <laughs> no, stop trying to run. I just wanted it bigger to read it. D, I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which definitely looks bizarre. Uh, yeah, and then Brotherhood is, is fully on Hulu, and on Hulu you have the option of dub or sub. So yes, on every episode it looks like. So that's pretty cool. What's interesting is on the first episode for dub and sub, they put the same cover art, but every other episode from dub to sub it changes <laughs> the cover art as you go. The so thumbnail, you got, yeah, you got a little thumbnail. Um, all right. I will definitely give that a watch. I was just telling Zoe the other day that we needed to make some, some Demon Slayer time, finish up uh, the entertainment district and then get into the, the swordsmith village. Yeah. The swordsmith village arc. All right. So I've Good got stuff. two things for you. One I actually forgot to write, uh, but I was just reminded of it. Uh, uh, I think it's. I'm trying to get it right for my brain. I don't think that's quite right. Uh, I don't want to look it up on Netflix again because it it, ugh, it is is Netflix lets run those pre rolls. Uh, but okay, first thing is this game, the DC game, Heroes and Villains. Joe, do you like stuff like uh, the you know, match three jewels, kind of like Candy Crush, or yeah, you know, back in my day it was uh kind of like back not just in my bobble, day. But um, do you like the the match games where you have to get three or more jewels together? Uh, in very, very, very limited stints. Like every now and then, like I have to really be in the mood for it and be like, oh, okay. And I can play it for a little while. And then it's like, all right, that lost all its entertainment value. Bye. Uh, you know, I get that. Uh, for playing like Candy Crush, same. You know, I did it for a while. Okay, whatever. Uh, there was actually one I really liked. Um, something Mansion. It wasn't Merge Mansion because uh, all the Merge games, I don't really play those. But it's before that. And I, but the whole idea was you're helping. You inherited this this plantation manor, or whatever, and the you know it's all run down and and it's the money pit. If you ever watched that movie, it's the money pit. And so you, you have to do the jewels thing to get tools or money or something. And you fix up a room. And once you do that, you just get, it was kind of cool for, I did it for a while. Then I also played, uh, 
It's an RPG matching game. And I cannot for the life of me remember the original, which was basically a Dungeons and Dragons style one with a barbarian and, and all this other, an archer and a rogue and all this stuff. And you, the, each one, like say the barbarian is blue and the archer is green and the rogue is red. Well, those, when you match those jewels, it gives them powers and then you can trigger your hero and it'll attack your enemy. So you're kind of playing against. And they're not, you know, the computer's not doing matching. It's just they're, the enemies are there. But okay, this is a, a twist on the concept. Marvel did one, uh, not that long ago from the same company, right, a couple years ago now, I guess. So as in true fashion, DC is about eight years to 10 years behind Marvel on how they do things. I'm digging it. It is a DC heroes and villains. I saw it on TikTok, uh, ad. Not that long ago, so I'll try it out. It is fully licensed. It is not a knockoff. Um, it is very much you get you start with Batman, because of course, you know, why wouldn't you start with Batman? Oh, Superman, <laughs> something happened. I say something because I skipped the stories. I don't really care about the stories. Something happened and Superman lost his powers. So uh Batman, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's in the opening. It's in the commercial. They thought somebody somewhere thought this was a great line. Batman, this is Batman, right? Thought it's You know, in the cataclysmic crisis, you lost your powers. But if you bring these three jewels together, you'll regain some of your power. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're telling me the whole storyline is Superman collecting the family jewels. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Fondling them, shoveling them around, swapping them. Um, but yeah, you start throwing them at the North Pole <laughs> in the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> the Solitarity. Fortress of Solitarity. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you start with Batman and Robin. And of course, it's very hand holding with the tutorial, but it's very much that. You level them up. You power them up. Uh, what, what else can we do to a character? Oh, multiple stars, right? It goes from two stars up to five. Uh, I don't think I've seen a one star. That looks like two is the lowest, and five is the highest. So you can, you know, the higher the star power, the more powerful they are. Uh, each color matters, right? What's up? Okay. Pokemon did something like that where. Probably. Where you, yeah, where you powered up a character that helped you and gave you special abilities while you were solving the different puzzles and whatnot. Yeah, and just like I bet you, because um, it's the same formula. Once that formula got cracked and people liked it, you just paste a IP over it, right? Just and, and so yellow or green is weak to blue, blue is weak to red, red, you know, blah blah. These other colors, yellow and purple are weak to each other. Everybody does it a little bit differently. But I'm digging it right now because it's really easy to play. It's quick to play. It's brand new. So they're, they're really throwing out, uh, freebies and it's easier to get your hands on currencies and stuff. So that, that's been some fun. That's what I've been digging lately. Um, yeah, about- the only mobile game that I've really been playing lately is Summoner's War, but I've been playing that for years seven years now and i i strongly advise anyone who has is not already playing it to not get into it it. well well, so the the problem is you're you're not going to catch up to people who have been playing it for years so it's just not going to happen right just just about i I left the marvel game that i played for years with kurt and sin and we did a show about it um and 
it just got to be where my life was really busy and it just felt like I'm, I really felt like a, it's a team. And that's the other thing. This game does not require other players. Now you get bonuses if you invite somebody to come play, but I don't have to be on a team with you, Joe. And games like Summoner's War, I'm not sure for Summoner's War specifically, but I know the Marvel one absolutely as a part had to be a part of Alliance if I wanted to do some more rewards and do better stuff. But then I, I wasn't keeping up with the leveling and too much, too much. I want a game that if I miss it for a week, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, the other one, the other hotness that's out right now, I am playing the Monopoly Go. Uh, it's not like Pokemon Go. Even though it sounds like it. it has nothing to do with AR or the real world. It is very much just rolling dice, going around, collecting money. It, even describing it, it sounds stupid. And it probably is. I'm a fiend for anything Monopoly. Anything Monopoly. And I will try. I've played the slot <laughs> machines, both in Vegas and on my phone. I've done every version of Monopoly out there. I've played on the Switch. I, I, I try it all. It's you fun. think you've played every version. Oh. My in law, my in laws have uh, different. Well, now, are you talking about the Monopoly board game, or are you like including the the Monopoly like card All games and stuff, like Monopoly Deal, Monopoly card game? Okay, I um, play every Monopoly. So, like the okay. Deal and the card games, I I played a bunch of versions of the board game, both that uh, real and digital. But any break off of that, I don't think I've I've had the opportunity to sit down and mess with. Okay, yeah, they they've had just so many shoot off ones. My my in laws had have three card game esque ones as and yeah, they yeah. like Monopoly deal the best I think out of them. Well, you know what they don't have? They don't have alcohol tumblers with Monopoly patches inside of them. <laughs> that, I'll put that or daddy tell me a story because I got a story about that. But uh, uh, so the Monopoly board games, you have uh, some some fun memories growing up about that. Oh yeah, there was. Oh um, man, that's awesome! Great childhood memories. I'm in marvelous business, Basil. Good night, everybody. Follow these nerdy dads on social media. Charles at Rock God of Podcasting and Joe at Joseph underscore Ard. Wiseandnerdy.com. And as always, they may not be. Oh, you killed uh, it. Kurt. Kurt. This is why we're like toasting. <laughs> Good night, people. Go directly to jail, Kurt.